<laughs> so welcome, welcome to Refresco Hour. It's your girl, the Annie, and my girl, Larenis, my darling. Hello, hello. Tell the people who you are, where you come from. My name is Darenis. You know, in Espanol because a lot of people say Darenis and it's Darenis. Okay. Um, Speak on it. <laughs> <laughs> I come from Passaic, New Jersey. Born and raised. Burr, 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 burr. Yes. But I moved out here in 2012. So it's been a been a minute it's, been, it's definitely been a minute wow yes that's when that's we thought the crazy. world was gonna end <laughs> <laughs> right where 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 is the theory now y'all well that we went out there that, that <laughs> there's a new theory now there's mm. a new theory out there <laughs> too many theories now right yeah 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 so tell the people where, you, where your parents are from and how it was growing up in Passaic so that people get a, a little bit of clarity on that. Well, my parents are Dominican, obviously, both of them. Um, my mom is from San Francisco de Macorís, and my dad is from La Vega. And my mom came here when she was 17 years old. I think around that time, um, she was still in high school, but she took night classes because she was working during the daytime in New York City with her other sisters and stuff. And then my dad didn't come here until I was kind of born or a little bit before I was born, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was living in the Dominican Republic still when my sister was born. E, that's it. That's the story of them. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, no way, I'm much of a that's it. Kind Take of. Take it all in, y'all. Demasiado choco, el papá mío, demasiado choco. Es otra historia in a separate podcast. Right, right. So tell me a little bit more about Growing the up decision. Like, the decision behind you know, like, like you said, growing up in New Jersey, right? And then just coming to Cali, like, how did that mm. decision even, how did it, how did that even happen? Well, Estitoria is weird and it's rara. Okay, so I'm gonna start off with growing up in the East Coast, y por qué? I was like, ah, okay, I, I don't mind going to Cali. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yo me crié in Paseca, you know, like, Paseca is, like, very diverse. You have your Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, Colombians, Peruvian, everything. It's a melting pot and um, mm-hmm. everything. You know, it's like Patterson and Clifton, Garfield, maybe a little bit of Nutley, Hackensack, all those kind of melting cities that have a little bit of everything. It's just not mm-hmm. a certain type of race. And I was tired of it in a sense. Like mm-hmm. I wanted something different. so. At the time, yo estaba saliendo. Aquí viene el, el, el cafecito moment. Eh, okay. <laughs> yo estaba saliendo con my ex. And, you know, we, we had our ups and downs. Pero en una, yo le di chance. Dijo, oh, yeah, yo, yo voy a volver contigo. 
I'm gonna come. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get back with you or whatever. And that time he was like, "Oh, I've been thinking about moving to Cali." And I was like, "Oh yeah. Once you move there, I'll join after after I graduate beauty school." Uh, no, mm-hmm. I had already mentira. I was already graduated uh, beauty school, but I needed to take my state board exam to get my license. So mm-hmm. I was like, I want to go after I take my state. I don't have to come back and do it. And he was like, "No, you have. If you want to come to Cali, you should come now or don't come at all." And I was like, "Okay, whatever. I'm just gonna go. And if I don't like it, I come back." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's aye, aye, aye. so that's when um I was like, "Okay, whatever. If I don't like Cali, I'll just come back." I literally. It was like okay. I had a job at a hotel in in uh, in Wayne, New Jersey. And oh it, wow, I didn't I didn't know that it was already a job that you that you ya tenía. Wow. No, okay. no. I I was working at a hotel in in uh in in Wayne as a part time uh, laundry attendant de noche because I used to go to school during the day. But then after I graduated, gotcha. I was working at a salon mm-hmm. with my aunt and she and I was like, Nana. Uh, I'm moving to Cali, so you can give my chairs to somebody else. And then <laughs> I, I literally just quit the same day to my um, <clears throat> to my boss at the hotel. I was like, uh, I'm leaving on Saturday, so I'm no longer gonna work here. And he's like, Oh, for real? I'm like, You didn't even give me a two weeks notice. I'm like, Well, it just happened. Sorry. And then I, and I quit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> literally. That Saturday, I sold my car to my brother, and I was like, I- "That was the next thing I was gonna ask. Like, it, it was Like, what did you have on you when you were like? <laughs> I lived. It was so soon and so sudden. Like, you had to, you know, keep it pushing. Girl, I came to California with just a duffel bag of clothes and whatever stuff I had with me, and I literally only had like a thousand dollars with on me. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Mind you, I was like, what the hell? Who who just like just grabs a little mochilita in a sense and a thousand dollars and moves across country? Mira hay mucha gente because imagine like look at the fresco hour. <laughs> so how many seasons in and like yeah. coming in with like maybe less than that. Yes. Maybe nothing. <laughs> yo, I mean yo, I don't even know. Like I I I came out here thinking like I was not gonna like it. And I was just gonna bounce, and I was not. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna be like, ah, this is not working out for me. I'm out, you know. Bueno, he already. My ex already had like, in his mind, he already had a. He had come like a month prior, and he found an apartment in Alhambra, and that's where we moved to. But we drove across, across country. So we left Ooh. we left on a Saturday and we arrived to California that Monday. Yeah, so fue rápido, that was fast. Yeah, we just we just stopped for gas and to stretch and to get coffee or lunch or whatever. We just drove straight. We only stopped, wow. I think, in Iowa. We stopped in Iowa to sleep at a hotel for like five, six hours just to get a little mm-hmm. bit of rest. And then we didn't stop until Utah. 
Wow. And then in Utah, we slept at a Motel 6 for like... So what would that be? Co- what would, would that be considered? Is that like the Midwest route, I guess? Well, right? Because it's not the Southern route. We took Route 80 all the way until... Ah, okay, okay, okay. Well, from New Jersey all the way to Iowa. And I think around Iowa, we kind of started slanting down because we didn't want to go through like Wyoming and Montana, Idaho, you know? So we started slanting down. I forgot what highway we took. But it was like that ne- Nebraska, no, Colorado area. Yeah, yeah, Colorado. Financing that way, Co- yeah. So it was Colorado, Utah, a little bit, a little corner of Arizona, of Nebraska, and then is it no Nevada, and then Cali. I was like, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, Nebraska, is it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Yeah. My geography is all all over the place sometimes. You know, too. like when you're an East Coast or in the West Coast, like when you you don't really go through those states. Those those yeah. Those states are a blur. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Unless you like really do a lot of road trips and you really kind of know your areas, but nah, those those states are a blur for us. <laughs> So you arrived, Dareni <laughs> llegó, llegó a California, y que pasó? Bueno, yo me mudé, we moved, okay, to Alhambra. And, you know, at first, it took me around four months to find a job. Because mm-hmm. looking for a job here is a freaking, ha. Huh. A cook, a mm-hmm. cook. Speak on it. It's a, it's a little, you know, you have to be on your hustling game to try to get you know so this is what happened I would freaking look for jobs every single day and apply to stuff and I would call them hey um, I'm, I submitted an application have you seen my application like I was on it yo when I found my job the one, the only job that I've had in California since I've been here I literally called every single day until I got the job Wow. And then and then after I was like, oh, did you guys review my application? Yeah, we're gonna review it. Um, the manager's looking at it. Uh, we'll give you a call back. So then she calls me back, and then she's like, can you come in for an interview tomorrow? I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I go to the interview. I sit with her, the human resources lady. Then I sit with like the manager, and then they're like, can you go get your drug test? I'm like, yup. And then it was like on a waiting date, like a few days about the drug test. And I'm like, so did you guys review my drug test? Oh yeah, can you come in and start tomorrow? I'm like, yup. <laughs> I was like on them. Yes to everything. I was on top of them making sure that I'm like, I don't want you guys to be like, oh, we got the results and now we're gonna call you. No, 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 no. I was on top of them. Like I was making them work. <laughs> oh, I've been down because come on now, you doing that. The one thing that's admirable about like the way you went about it is that most people don't call the jobs back. And then that's why you know what I mean? Like, they don't consider your application because they don't see that your your interest. You know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just look at whatever they think might be good and sometimes it doesn't even work out for them with they who they think it's a better applicant, you know? Um mm-hmm. you know, and then I was working there at the hotel until last year since the pandemic 
Amazing. That's loyalty, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm still waiting for them loyalty to call me back. <laughs> I think a lot of people are, honestly. My one of my friends just hit me up the other day. Um, que vivía en San Diego, one of my sorority sisters. Mm-hmm. Que ella llegó para atrás. She came back and she's like, I'm literally just waiting for my job to call me back. Me too. You know, because yeah. I feel like I've been there for so long. Like, I know I've I, I moved so much within the my job. I started as laundry and then, you know, I went up to like housekeeping supervisor and then I was offered a different position which was purchasing which is dealing with you know the food and meetings and the chef and catering and banquets and the restaurant so it was a different so I was like yeah I'll take it and then from there then I transition into also cross training with accounting account payable etc so you know you you learn and 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 you show that you want to learn different aspects of different departments and you kind of all over the place but at the same time they see that you qualify to do the job so they keep you mm-hmm. absolutely and what are some things that you felt immediately with the culture of LA what right? mm. Settling in. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> Settling in to Alhambra, right? <laughs> Just getting to know LA. Like, what was your perspective on it? Like, when you first came. Okay. Hmm. Where can I start? Oh. Um, <laughs> well. Well, moving. From, like, it's a different. How can I explain? It's so different from like. New York, New Jersey, what you, mm-hmm. you know, and what you envision, because one thing is like a lot of people come to California with this LA Hollywood mind. Yeah. yeah what yeah, you yeah. see on TV. And it's definitely not that. I mean, it could be that if you in that world, but it's not really that if you're not, you know what I mean? Because I didn't really come out here to be anything but just live, work, and grind, you know? So I didn't think much of it. I was just like, wow. I felt at first when I was driving, I was like, wow, the weather is nice. And I'm like, we moved it. Mm -hmm. Like we moved out here in January and it was like freezing cold in New Jersey. And then I, I come out here and it's like, looking at people in sweaters and jackets I'm like these people are crazy wearing a jacket <laughs> I, I was like this is short sleeve season for me <laughs> <laughs> and then you know like the culture for me I didn't really you know see much of it because I was basically not working and I couldn't really be out and about and doing things because I was you know, in Alhambra too, Alhambra is like more of an Asian community in a sense. And I didn't, okay. I didn't see much of everything because I was not really going out. I was not hanging out. Like I don't have no family here or I didn't even have friends at the time when I first moved out here until I got a job. And then I started making friends mm-hmm. with coworkers and, and stuff like that. So then 
that that in itself it's another story too because I was in a relationship that it was like a little hostile but um yeah. you know then I started working I started making friends at work um a lot of my friends were like um Central American and Mexican um and then it was got to a point that I one of my sister's friend, well, family friend or far family, extended family, if you say. Mm-hmm. Um, he sends me and my sister a Dominicans in Cali invite or meet up. And I was like, "What?" Yes. I was like, "What? There's a lot of Dominicans out here." At this point, I, I'm no longer living in Alhambra. At this point, I was living in Altadena, which is a little bit more mixed in a sense with people, like mm-hmm. people that live there. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I should go because the meetup was on my birthday. And I'm like, I'm not want to meet a lot of weird people. I don't know. Hell no, not on my birthday. <laughs> but I followed the page. Right? And the guy, which... Um, hosted the meetup followed me from his personal page and I would always drive to work or and he and I would do lives on Instagram and he's like oh my god you're so Dominican where the hell have you been in how long have you been here in California I'm like I've been here since 2012 <laughs> I just didn't know there was Dominicans here <laughs> you know but the first year that I moved to California like I was really I'm bouncing back sorry back in there no 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 that's like, okay that's sometimes okay. like I go back and forth um my first year when I moved to California I was homesick because I missed my friends I missed my family and you know it was like yeah if you're on the constant grind and that's your only focus like was there any room for for finding comfort in your family knowing that they were that far away I get that. yeah and you know like whatsapp wasn't like crazy popular to be like on the phone all the time with like your with your family or your friends like that unless like you had like instagram or facebook and communicating with them like that you know um through mm-hmm. messages and then whatsapp came became a thing and everybody had whatsapp <laughs> Yo, fact. I'm like, I, I have WhatsApp for everybody in VR, okay? Mm-hmm. Same thing. All my family. <laughs> so, like, afterwards, I feel like after I already had, like, friends and I started, like, adapting more to California, I was like, mm, yeah, I'm moving back to New Jersey. Uh-uh. And the reason why was that same year that I moved, California I went back to New Jersey to take my state board exam and I went back and I'm like wow I say it failed I'm like no 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 it failed so you had not I took my exam I literally came to I went to New Jersey for like I think it was five days Went there, visited family, had fun, went out, uh, hung out with friends, took my exam, and went back to California. And then, you know, life happened, and down the road, I decided 
the the thing for me was it was hard for me to move out of the situation that I was in mm-hmm. because I didn't have friends and family like that until I met Dominicas in Cali. Right, right. And then I became real close friends with the the guy that hosted Dominicans in Cali, like did all the meetings and stuff like that, which is Louis. Shout out to Louis. Hey yo, Louis. <laughs> He all he all up in Newark, like shooting stuff now. I'm like, okay, I see you. I see you. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> so I had decided to move on. I was like, you know what? Hasta que tenga que dormir un hotel, me voy a quedar un hotel. Aunque se me vayan todos los chelitos en un hotel, pero me voy a quedar un hotel. So I packed, mm-hmm. told me vaina. I packed it. I took like a, a week worth of clothes. Y me fui para un hotel. And then. Louis was like, no, mija, no. Hmm. Tú no puedes uh-huh. estar gastando tu chelito en un hotel. Quédate conmigo. Yo vivo solo aquí, forever. Yo tengo un roommate. Pero tú te puedes quedar aquí hasta que tú encuentres un apartamento, un single, or whatever. And I was like, okay, bet. Thank you. I mean, you didn't have to. Thanks. But thank you. And then, <laughs> you know, yo soy como media... Um, uh, pride, como pride, como prideful, yeah, como que prideful. me da vaina, como que me, que me ofrecen cosas, porque al final, como que yo creo que te debo, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Aunque mm-hmm. tú no me, mm-hmm. even if you're not asking for something in return, I feel like sometimes I, I feel like I have to. So mm-hmm. like I was tr- I was looking for places rápido, pero rápido so I could move out because I don't like to be in people's like. I feel like como que estoy en el medio, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yo, en ese tiempo, my other friend, Bianca, shout out to Bianca. Shout out to P. <laughs> yo, I'm trying to convince her to get on on this podcast. She's like, I'm so nervous. I'm like, oh my God, stop it. <laughs> because through Dominicans and Kenya, I made a lot of friends. And, you know, we, like, it, within that year that I met them, like, we became, like, really cool friends like now they get oh my god Bessie but we came became cool friends and she was like placa eh, si tu te quieres quedar conmigo por, por un mes it's okay because my roommate is on um she's on a job right now and if you want to stay with me it's fine until you find a job I'm like okay fine I was like okay it's a girl because a veces you feel weird con varones mm-hmm. que, mm-hmm. you know usando el baño and stuff like that so I'm like okay Fine. <laughs> Me voy con Bianca. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> because, well, I think it was like two weeks or maybe three. I don't even remember. And I had, I was looking for places and I found a place in Pasadena, which is the same city where I was working. And I found like a, like a back house single. Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting it as soon as possible. I was like, I got the money. Uh, moving in like when 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 and then oh today if you want and I'm like yep <laughs> I I you know I met with the with the with the owner of the of the place and he was like so when are you willing to move in I was like tomorrow if you want I have the money I'm ready to go mind you I did not have the money 
but that was the, the the poker game that I was putting out there so he can give it to me, you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> and he was like, okay, well, it's going to be first month's rent and then the deposit will be half of the, you know? I was like, okay, perfect. I got you tomorrow. What time? Mind you, yo no tenía cuarto. Yo no and like my money was like basically from North Hollywood to Pasadena, which was a mission to get to work. Oof. I was... I was Ubering from and there, which was like $20 to $30 each way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I was like, bueno, I don't get paid until next week. <laughs> um, and then I borrowed the money from a friend of mine from work and then, you know, and then I got the place and then I went and picked all of my junk from my ex's apartment and then, you know, basically moved on my own. And listen, y'all, she has DIY skills, okay? So hit her up, you know, for, <laughs> listen, repainting. I rem- <laughs> Yo, that single was hooked up. <laughs> yes, because when I moved in there, I was like, okay, the kitchen is not that bad, you know? And I was like, well, I'm not a big fan of this rug and this color and this bathroom and in this room is like, ugh. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start sanding, filling up holes, painting, I need shelves for the bathroom. I need to do the floor. I did everything so it could look decent when my friends came and visit me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I kind of did it. And then when I was actually done so with the freak, with everything, it was nice. But then I had to move out. Because somebody, my neighbor, I feel like a lot of people from the East Coast or a lot of different areas of the United States, once they come to California, they'd be like, wow, people are so nice. And then you figure out they're not really that nice. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have the passive aggressiveness of, you know, very Hollywood. Like, Yo, ah. we literally just, I've been talking about this. In a few of my episodes already, and you further affirming for the people que, que hablan español, you know what I mean? Like, yes, la gente son hipócrita, esa es la palabra, dos caras. Porque wild. so a lot of them could be very nice to you, and they be, can be, they could even put their arm out there for you, and then if it doesn't convene them, or no, no longer want you around them, they will do anything in their power to get rid of you even if it's a job or as a neighbor or as anything in that mm-hmm. cycle which is very yeah very uh you know it's all right i, I feel Things like you, you definitely like in your time right like reflecting since 2012 like in your life with transitioning right and transitioning out of a relationship getting your own spot to not having your own spot you know and everything in between and then also relationships with people right you're mm-hmm. you're she's most on neighbor <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what i mean like different relationships like that y- y también friendships right yeah so many different types of relationships that that have changed for you Mm -hmm. what do you feel like you would recommend to other people you know like 
yes, we're aware of the passive aggressiveness, but what do you feel you would have told that Anis back then? Now that now that you have all these years locked in in LA. Bueno. <laughs> what would I tell myself? Uh, to the pastor and it's the one that came at the beginning. Yo le hubiese dicho, bueno, mija, tú vas a pasar trabajo. You are gonna really learn how to be an adult here, you know, especially because like, I feel like sometimes when you, you be trying to become an adult and you have family and friends uh, at the beginning of the transition of adulthood and moving out and grinding, it's different if you have a support system, you know? Mm-hmm. But, Botao, across the country, from no friends and no really family members, and you're doing it, it's it's a different type of grind. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> especially those holidays. <laughs> Yo, thanks. Seasonal you know? depression is real, y'all. And, I'm, and, and I'll drop a link you know, for a resource that, when it comes to, like, seasonal depression and, and all that, because mm-hmm. it's so real. But, you know, a lot of, of, of my consejos to old Darenis would have been, like, mija, no te preocupes que todo va a salir mejor que lo que tú piensas. Because everything... People, and for the people that speak English, también. <laughs> oh, don't worry, girl. Things will only get way better. Trust me, way better. Yeah, because, like, I feel like when you're in the situation at the moment, you're like, wow, I'm, I'm ready to quit. Like, I'm ready to bounce, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you rough through it and, you know, you see the outcome. Absolutely. It's it's much better. And I feel like it's a lo que hace. That's what makes, makes you you learning from all the experiences and the bad ones too because you already kind of know you already put another protective shield on yourself (laughs) speak on it (laughs) you know so i feel like i wouldn't make i wouldn't change anything i just maybe would have said girl you could have been gotten out of the situation that you were in for six years Mm -hmm. a lot sooner than what you thought you couldn't, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. But other than that, I would have kept everything exactly how it is because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. Absolutely. Y también, like, what are some things that you would recommend to alguien que está haciendo cuero que quiere venir, like somebody that wants to come over here um, in probably the same predicament that you were in with an opportunity to just like bounce move. and come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you want an adventure, just come. I mean, there's so many possibilities. I mean, don't stop yourself because you're doubting yourself. Mm. That's a big one. And as of, oh, if you're a hairstylist, don't think, oh, um, I can't do it because I don't have a clientele. I feel like a lot of people start with no clientele anywhere they go. Even if you switch from a salon across the street from the one that you work, you're not going to have the same clientele because 
people will follow you or people will look for you wherever you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and word of mouth is your best, uh, best advertisement. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm not doing hair right now, but I still have my little clientele here and there. Que todavía me llaman. Claro que sí. You know, Mira, so it's like. Tu pelo hecho bien. <laughs> Señores, listen, people, okay? I know y'all listening out there. You need that Dominican blowout that you've been searching for, okay? <laughs> that ain't got you. Oh, my God. Well, thank you, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are some things you're grateful for with your journey? Um, My friends. You, Sacaleta, <laughs> Bianca, uh, Marlene, Idenis, uh, my friends, my close friends like that. Um, I think, you know, but I'm like, because of you guys, I would have been bounced. <laughs> Yo, imagínate, it's crazy. Like, like you were saying, like, I think for people that come without um, family or like, you know, con alguien or whatever, or, you know, even just processing Cali alone, mm-hmm. you do, your friends are... Your family. What, uh, yeah, exactly. What you start off with is co-workers, you know, here and there. But when you, like, develop your chosen family, it's, it hits different, man. Yeah. Because there's now, no judgment. There's no judgment. You you have a support system of like even if you just want to speak out something or spend time with somebody, at least you have that, you know. And those become your family here. That becomes your support system in a sense of your support system mentally. Yeah. And with that, I'm gonna do a clink clink. Salud. <laughs> Estamos bebiendo café porque es de cafecito. Eh. No, es cafecito hour, right? Prime time. Refresco. Este refresco está bueno. Let me tell you. Yes. Oh, my God. So, shameless plug. Where can people find you on social media? Do you have any projects you want to share? Like, um, your soaps? Your soap? My soap. Uh, And what? candles. Candles. Well, my plug is that is in all social media because nobody has my name and it's easier to find so that is on instagram that is on facebook that any on youtube that any on twitter that any on everything <laughs> and twitch right oh uh well i have twitch because i, I play uh, call of duty <laughs> hey listen you might find some more people I usually go on there and, and like to talk, uh, tu sabe. <laughs> <laughs> go against the, I like to go against the current with those people. But um, I do, I've been doing a lot during this quarantine. Share it, share it. I, I learned, want people to know. You know, we, we started off with, uh, what did I start it off with? Painting my boyfriend's place because there was nothing else to do. Then making soaps because I was like, oh, this go- we can't be going to the freaking store so much to go buy soap, especially with pandemic. So I decided to learn how to make soaps. And then I was like, oh, 
since you start watching videos on that on YouTube to help learn how to make it, there was always a lot of people, the same people that make soap make candles. And I'm like, okay, so maybe I should learn how to make candles. And from there now, I'm wanting to do pottery. Ooh. I'm excited about that. Yes. <laughs> That's like the secret, secret project. Okay, okay. Yeah, I went through a whole thing. For, I even bought the clay and everything, so that's on the next next project of learning. Ooh, I'm telling you, y'all, this, this lady's multifaceted. <laughs> mm, got well, so much going on. You know, I'm not like the best at it, but like learning curves. You know, trying to get a little bit better every time I do a batch of soaps or candles. So in the future or soon future, I can start selling that you selling will it. you yeah. will girl because yeah. i'm out here i'm like i i right now it's been a couple weeks but you know quarantine and all that yeah stay safe but you know i'm covid negative so i'm be knocking on that door <laughs> soon <laughs> enough just let me know because they smell so <laughs> i'm like just let me know what smells you want and i'll be like okay i'll put it in yeah, yo. Yeah. Hit her up. Hit, hit her up. Thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. No, thank you. Estamos aquí, you know, Lititi. Always. I feel. 24-7. Oh, so much fun. So much fun. And we'll talk to everyone soon. This is your girl, V Annie, live on Refresco Hour. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.